It's August 27th, 2016. Nope, it's not 2016. <laughs> we're, we're time travelers. Yes. Welcome we to the We finally past. did it. We finally did it. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's August 27th, 2017. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Game of Thrones Watch 2017. <laughs> Who lives? Who dies? In the Game of Thrones, you live or you don't live because Cersei <laughs> is so mean and everybody's mean but also good. Yannick, what are your thoughts on uh, My who... thoughts, yeah. I, only have a, I only have a request is that this Ice and Fire Spotify playlist around Game of Thrones is completely out of control and is like making me lose my mind i don't like this playlist this is a bad playlist that's the only thing about the show you know it's not even about the show but it's the only bad thing i can talk about do you feel like the the dragon um the dragon uh lady you mean you mean you mean the Yu-Gi-Oh card yes um do you think that they're going to make um make a good make a good one a, a, a new dragon? You think you're going to have a new dragon? Probably a new dragon on the show, I think, this week, right? <laughs> so, folks, if you haven't watched this week's Game of Thrones yet, there's probably a new dragon waiting for yeah. you when you a get puppy, there. A puppy dragon. Sort of a yeah. puppy-based dragon. So, yeah. it's like a dragon, but without scales. Sandy, <laughs> do you think that the sword chair is sturdy? And comfortable? I think it's very sturdy. I don't think it's comfortable Mm. because swords, you know, they cut things. That's Um, why people tune into this show for the hottest analysis of Game of Thrones that they can possibly get. You know? You probably read or you probably read all the predictions, but those ones you never saw it coming. I'm on a spoiler quest to get spoiled to spoil people. Hey, your favorite characters, they're now now they're dead. Dead. <laughs> they're a dead. dead one now, and now that they're You're a dead, freaking one, them out. Everybody's stopping to listen right now. It's exactly like, you know. now that they're exactly now that your favorite character is a dead one and a blue boy, they can walk in the snow, and also in the water. Isn't that right? Yeah. That's Pe- that's people awesome. are gonna Those believe you. Cool. People are gonna believe you. Ryan didn't see shit yet. Guys, I'm, this Ryan is predictions. Yeah, these are predictions. <laughs> this is our prediction cast, people. Okay, I can't anymore. Welcome to Pixels Weekly. <laughs> We're a weekly video game podcast, despite what you've heard so far. Uh, and we've got a lot to talk about this week. Oh, uh, yeah. To and including some new game announcements. Do you some, feel it? Some new esports announcements. Do you feel e-sports. it? Esports. And some failures. <laughs> oh, bloopers. So, Don't you feel it's like the season is back now, end of August, back to school, and then we, the games are coming back into our feeds. And, exactly. And, 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 and we can count the days, we can count the hours until our next favorite game is coming out. That's everyone's favorite song. School's back from summer. That's my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it I do legitimately enjoy that because... 
the we have a ton of kids that live in our apartment complex, and so all summer long they're just like. That's the fuck. That's the pitch. That's a sound. They're able to hit somehow this impossible dog whistle pitch. <laughs> and I, I don't think I've ever heard them say words. They just kind of it just squeaks. Yeah, they they communicate in tones. And now that not school's puppies, back, eh? by the they time not school's pu- out, they're just they're like, not dragon puppies. Not they're not puppies. dragon puppies for sure. Okay. Now that they're like, <laughs> come Sunday, now they're just like, oh, I guess I gotta go to bed early school tomorrow. I guess I'm not gonna see the blue boys fight the puppy dragon. And I love it. You're like, yes. I'm yes. like, get out of here. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you little right. idiots. I, I, no, I think Ryan had a rough week. <laughs> Someone doesn't like children. <laughs> nope. Um, that's not that I don't like children. They're fine as long as I created them or they're related to me. Now. Um, Got it. Uh, that being said, I haven't created any spawn uh, as of yet. That you know of. That I Exactly. Oh. Exactly. All it takes is one finger touch. Um, guys, let's do some <laughs> news. Sandy, why don't you start? Uh, so funny. Ha ha ha. Anyways, oh god, serious news. I'm that, that was rude. That's rude. <laughs> so funny. Uh, ha ha ha. Great show. Ha ha ha. Great job, Ryan. Nielsen, who's a data company, they're oh. actually launching a competitive gaming branch, which means they'll be providing actual data for people who are interested in sponsoring esports teams, esports events, mm. and. That means that there's someone officially tracking and doing research into esports, which I think is pretty cool because it adds a legitimacy to this thing that I've loved for a decade. That's great. Now, what what does it track? Does it track the popularity of someone? Does it try to measure in-game stats? Well, Nielsen does like TV ratings, so they're the ones that like come back and say who. Um, like how many people mm. watch the Super Bowl each year and that sort of thing. Or the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. Yeah, that's right. Did you guys see that thing? You no, that's that thing. A, I'm not wasting my money. I, I saw that Mayweather thing. was going to win, and he did. I saw yeah. that thing for free and in HD on my phone. So I basically just uh, VPN on into France just the way I would watch my soccer, my French soccer game. And there's a there's a French channel that obviously we don't have the notion of pay per view in France and. Um, the channel was just broadcasting it, you know, late hours for France or like early Sunday morning, and I was able to I was able to tune in on VPN and 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 watch the fight from there with like you know TV quality, wow. but like not pay per view, not having to put the pay per view money down. Um, cool. Why funny, would but- you pay for it? Mayweather beats women, and the other one, I don't know what the other one's done, but oh, I hear he's an alleged it. racist now. <laughs> it was a you should good talk to my girlfriend fight, about though. that. They did do a good fight. I had my fun. Yeah, I had my fun time. I had my fun time. But Look. Nielsen Esports. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nielsen Esports. Cool. Um, Sports. So what do you think this means, Sandy? Do you think that Esports is going to, obviously now that it's on Nielsen's radar, it's going to be held up there with other television events? Are we going to see more? Is Esports going to cave to the commercial break is the question. I don't think it's going to do that because that's something that's with most games that's not easy to do. You're here, folks. Sandy says no. Now, no, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. But what I do think is going to happen, it's going to give like sponsors or people who are interested in sponsoring esports a way of capitalizing and making money off yeah. of this. Right, Razor's and... ship has finally arrived. <laughs> uh, there's certain games that can lend themselves to like a commercial break, like fighting games. They're pretty short. You can have a whole set, then go to a commercial and then do something else. But Dota, StarCraft, not really possible. Yeah. I think well, it's unless, gonna, unless if... the game builds it in, right? They could always... yeah. Advertisers pressuring the devs to be like they need a timeout halfway through everything. I needs to pause. If I may make a prediction, I think it's just going to help um, sponsors outside of the gaming ecosystem try to chip in. Uh, I'm sure most of them just don't know, uh, you know, what what's the potential behind the the people watching and and what's the potential of, that a brand could get from from partnering or from sponsoring an event or sponsoring a team. And partnering with esports in general, and I yeah. think that it's you know right now you see BenQ, you see Razer, you see I don't know, you see all the all the techie gamey, um, um, uh, you know, gaming equipment brands uh, really taking a strong and almost having a monopoly of like being the only strong retailers, the only one that put um, ads on Twitch and put their names next to it. Now it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe it's going to open it up to more advertisers and opening it up to more advertisers. You guys know it more than me, better than me is uh, obviously just a bigger, a bigger pool, you know, a bigger fish to fry and, and more money to bring into the, into the industry. So yeah, should be interesting. That's my guess. I hope, I hope that's, I hope that not knowing much about the field and I'm sure that's how it's going to turn out. Cool. I agree. I pictured, um, cause I'm on Nielsen's website and I just pictured these people making it rain on an esports arena. And that was what was going on in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just like these ladies right right now, like all I'm seeing is, is ladies. And I'm just picturing them going just like, Yes, we're gonna make it rain on the esports scene. Boom, 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 gross. boom. Gross, 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 gross. Very gross. <laughs> gross, 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 gross. Yeah, I think all of us uh Cyberheads, that's what they call people that use the internet, right? All of us cyborgs um, don't want to see uh, esports or digital things learn too much from television because we all agree that television is pretty bad, right? The TV is bad. Do people still watch TV? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's still incredibly popular, but I mean, like, do you want things to be more like how TV does it? I don't think anyone would say yes. Does anyone like their cable company? What is cable? Ah, there we go. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I don't have cable anymore neither, but looking at the weekend we just had, with I want to see the amount of money they made with the pay-per-view. I still think that TV is still pretty strong. <laughs> it's still oh, yeah. I mean, people... But, of course, they took combining two sports and some guy coming out of retirement. I mean, like, it took a lot to do what TV accomplished that night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Mayweather took $180 million and McGregor took $70 million. McGregor. I'm sure. just gonna yell. I was able. I was able to get. I, I was able to get a good Irish accent when he was, you know, one of his famous, famous phrases like "shut." What was it? Shut your mouth. And it's just like there's no H in his in his words. It's just like it stops at the T, like mouth. It like stops at mouth. Shut you. Wait a minute. I'm shut, just doing British. Shut, 
Shut your mouth. We were t- uh, we were talking at work this week a lot about the British Great British Bake Off. And oh, I love that show. Paul Hollywood and how he's just like, oh, Maddie, I love it. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, I love it, Maddie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's a gumdrop. It's delicious. Anyway, <laughs> stupid. That was not good. Um, can, British right. actually, can British actually grade on food? I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's Well, I mean, they're good at baking anyway. Um, guys, I have a, a, something to talk about. We need to talk about it. Do you know the video game Legacy of Cain colon Blood Omen? No. 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 Okay. It's an old game. It was PlayStation 1 era. It also came out for PC. Um, it was actually on PlayStation, published by Activision, but it was created by Crystal Dynamics and Silicon Knights, uh, the people who are m- now responsible for, and I'm sure it's all different people, responsible for the latest Tomb Raider games. And the, uh, I believe, and I could be wrong, one of the people who worked on this story for at least a game in this series, and I have to double-check if it's this game too, is Amy Hennig, the person who wrote the Uncharted early games and uh, also is working on a new Star Wars game mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. EA Motive. So this is an old game uh, that I have a great deal of affection for, and I really wanted to revisit it to see if it was any good, if it still held up, because there's so much... Uh, people who follow me on Twitter probably saw I saw... Tom and and other people reaching out uh, on Twitter talking about, uh, you know, their memories of this game in this series. Uh, My friend Ryan also reached out and everybody who played this game remembers it for its it it had great voice acting. Actually, one of the characters is Anna Gunn, who you might know as Skylar White in Breaking Bad. Uh, This was before, obviously, her television career got going. It is a game about a man who is, uh, spoiler alert, eh, you know what, not spoiler alert. It's a game about a guy who essentially is coming back home after fighting in the Holy War Crusades um, and is assassinated outside of a tavern. He's killed. Um, And then he's offered a deal with the devil that the devil will kind of bring him back to life or the Grim Reaper will bring him back to life uh, to avenge the people that killed him. And he is resurrected as a vampire. Um, Now, the whole game is played out almost like a Super Nintendo-esque top-down Zelda game where you swipe your sword in different directions and you're walking over switches and you have magic powers and you you actually get different weapons and stuff over the course of the game. Uh, You can even transform into different forms. It's really, really cool. And this game, for all intents and purposes, is Abandonware. Um, which, if you guys don't know what Abandonware is, it is, you can kind of guess based on the name, it is a game that is not sold, is has not been ported to any modern system that is including Windows 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever. Um, and you basically can't buy it anywhere from the original publisher. So it's in this kind of video game limbo And I've tried to download PlayStation emulators and get the PlayStation disc going, and it didn't quite work well. I couldn't tell where the point of failure is. I tried a DOS emulator on Windows, and uh, it sort of worked. I could play the game a little bit, but it couldn't recognize, like, a gamepad, and I didn't really want to play it with mouse and keyboard. 
and it wouldn't play any of the movie sequences, which are like the best part of the game. And then I even found this fan project, which is essentially trying to turn the 2D game into 3D. Uh, and I forget the name of that, uh, but it was something like uh, Blood uh, Blood Om- Omnicide, I think it is what it was called. Um, and fans kind of and that that even has been abandoned but fans were essentially rebuilding that game for 3d and to run on any sort of modern systems and i think the last update i saw posted for it was in september of 2016 so it's in this kind of state where it's very hard to play i haven't been able to get any combination of it running on either windows or mac i'm frustrated I I need some fan to. Come I just want to play this game. I just want to play this game. You can't buy it on Steam. You can't buy it on even GOG. You know, people were like, "Oh, just check out, you know, goodoldgames.com," uh, and you can't get it there. And I don't know. I guess like I, I'm I, I want to both talk about how I'm frustrated about this because I want uh, to, you know, kind of share that. But also, I don't know, Sandy. Is is there any game? From your past, I know you have a more modern gaming past than me, but any game from your past that you that maybe is abandoned at this point, or you just can't play it, you can't get it anymore. Hmm. Do you remember those like little games that only it's like a a console thing that would only play like one game? Uh, maybe. And they were usually like Disney games, and it was like Beauty and the Beast, and. A bunch oh, yeah. of other ones like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are these the kind that kind of were like, um, I don't want to say pack-ins with like, or could you like send through the mail to get them? Is that that the sort of one you're talking about? I don't remember, but I do remember having these, and this is like the only thing that I could play. And I'm pretty sure it was a Beauty and the Beast game, and I remember the music. And I think I might have had another one. We might have had two because my brother obviously had to have something also. If I could play that. <laughs> I remember what it was called. <laughs> yeah. I, I know the feeling. Yeah, Yannick. Um, well, there's you... a lot of PC games that, you know, there's a, that I'm, and as you were talking about it, Abandonware, there's actually a website, AbandonwareDOS.com, where you can go ahead and 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 pick up you know that's actually like, where my cousin chris pointed me he was like hey yeah go check out uh, actually there's there's a website called abandonia um yeah <laughs> abandonia uh is kind of just like a a treasure trove of games that you basically can't get anywhere anymore and I even the download there, which I think is trying to run a DOS version of it or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is not quite, and it doesn't Solid. didn't quite work for me. I don't know if yeah. I'm doing something wrong. Literally, there is my Windows 10 is. If anybody can write into the show or give me any hints or tips, uh, my Windows 10 is a basic installation of Windows mm. 10. I'm not doing anything special. I don't have any special software running. Uh, except for maybe Windows Defender, I guess, and Discord, um, and Steam, which I know actually probably messes everything up. But uh, yeah, I, I just no, don't I know remember. What I'm doing wrong. Yannick, do you have games that are, are are gone from your past that you just can't get to anymore? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's obviously like a lot of retro games from like the the nineties. Uh, one of my you know very first games, uh, but most specifically, for some reason, I have more 
memories of PC games that I played than uh, than console games. I, yeah. I feel like console games, I just went through them on a faster pace, so it made me forget some of them that I played and really enjoyed. You know, I went through them quicker, and on PC, I would only just occasionally focus on one PC game that really standed out. For example, a game that is not on this list, though, that I'm looking at, but uh, I see some that are very familiar that either I played or either I watched some of my best friend play, like Common and Conquer, Red Alert, um, SimCity 2000 that I played. Uh, the first Need for Speed, I remember playing on my friend's PC and we would like swap and go one after the other. And it would be the one where it was the original comp concept where you're being chased by cops, you know, as well as racing. Um, and uh, But the, the one that I remember is Midtown Madness 2. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. Oh, I remember Midtown. I didn't. I never played it, but I totally it, remember Midtown Madness. It was it was kind of like a, a racing in the city. It was like a GTA sort of thing, 3D GTA, where it was like um, a a city you could drive around. You you would have to start a, a you would have to start a party. Um, you would have to start a game by choosing the car you want to drive around and but then you would just pretty much be open world and you can drive anywhere and start missions or just freely driving so what i would do is pick up the bus and play and and role play a bus driver around and try to try to um, stick to the red lights the problem is that the red lights were lasting like the green light would be on for five seconds you know so you you better not like you better not miss it um, yeah but i remember spending hours just doing that and relaxing um and swapping between that and between age of empires which we're actually going to talk about later in the show but um but yeah it's just the one game that i have completely lost track of and maybe i'll i want to try to pick it back up and jump back in yeah that's cool man well i i just think this is a total case of an example where a remaster uh, or even just a straight port to a modern system would do the world. And I know that there's all sorts of, you know, hairy rights and licensing issues. Um, but this is to call attention to the fact that all the video game systems we buy are not backwards compatible with all of our game libraries of all time. So I couldn't even say buy a PS1 disc on eBay and go pop it into a PS4. It wouldn't run it. And uh, similarly... Like, I would gladly pay for this game again to play it, uh, but sadly, I have no option. And video games, after all is said and done, because of the nature of how the industry moves, can be too temporary. And I'm sure just like every time there's a new format of Blu-ray or DVD, we lose a whole host of movies that are pretty bad. And I don't actually think this game falls into that... Uh, bad and should be forgotten category so it's a real shame and i really hope that somebody uh from activision or silicon knights or crystal dynamics just gives me the ability to play this experience again and experience the story because it is the reason why i like the uh kane series you guys probably know the sequel soul reaver um which is yes. very popular so. yes yeah, I remember that. And uh, but you know what? I have an idea. What if you had a software on your PC or on your console that every day would just pretty much upload a new game, and you made you discover a new game that was very, very old, very retro, and almost feel like a, an abandoned where um, that you lost track of. And every day you get only for a day, you get to discover. Um, you know, you would probably be paying like a monthly subscription, and you would be able to 
play that one game for a day and then move on and move to a new one you know just like that fast paced just remember you know memories and just playing like um a game or not maybe one day but like a certain period of time like one week it would be this game and then the next week would be the other one just kind of like you get your 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 three lunch a week in a in a in a <laughs> box you know shipped to you that yeah, would be like blue the, apron it would be the blue apron of video games the blue apron of old video games Right. We you, never had you, this conversation. I don't know you. Yeah, if you want, I'll already put a copyright I, on this. Oh, if you, if one of our listeners, damn, one of our listeners, if one of our listeners, they should get in touch with me first. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my that's my first and probably most substantial piece of news. But we'll keep going. Nice. Well, you know what? I'm gonna keep going and, and stay on the topic. So I'm gonna talk about um, this old game that I used to love and play a ton of, uh, and it's probably the only RTS with StarCraft that I spend most of my time. Um, and I'm gonna talk about Age of Empires, you guys. So this is a game that is very, very that I was very attached to when uh-huh. I was young. It was one of the few games that I shared uh, that I was um, sharing a passion. Uh, about with my cousin um she's the one who i also played mario party with and the one that i played crash bandicoot with um but there was not a lot of games that we would really bond around and age of empires was also one of them uh i only played it solo and i played like you know one and two and and three and uh during gamescom um Age of um, uh, microsoft studios announced uh that age of empires 4 is in development and coming to pc Awesome. So they had a they had an official announced trailer with just like basically cinematic. There was no yeah. Would have liked to see some gameplay out of it. For yeah, sure. Yeah, there was no gameplay. There was no in game in there. And um, but the first Age of Empires came out in 1997. 1999 was when Age of Empires two came out, and then Age of Empires three um, was released in 2005. And uh, also the thing that I missed out, and when I was when I wanted to look for an article to tell you guys about it. Uh, about the new Age of Empires 4, I found out that um, a remastered, obviously remaster is very much uh, a thing of uh, nowadays. Uh, Age of Empires Definitive Edition, uh, a 4K remaster of the original Age of Empires is going to be released on October 19th. So I'm thinking about sneaking this one into my library. Um, yeah, have you guys ever really played? Cool. Have you guys ever played Age of Empires? I haven't played Age of Empires, but I was just talking about it with Arya, and I do know that people prefer two over three. Yeah, yeah, I think and I have. He's I have like it's better the only memories, RTS yeah. besides StarCraft, and I'm like, yes. okay, cool. Oh yeah, well, some people, you know, are, are from this school. Some people were, uh, you know, playing. I remember back at the time they were playing Civilization, and um, it was just like the two were kind of com- like had the same similar concept, I guess, like this history based rts um uh, civilization is just, actually a turn-based art is it a turn-based i'm thinking yeah. about another one i was thinking about another one yeah. um that i can't remember um i'm it, it sure there's like been greek... yeah, other civilization civilization titled games yeah it was more of a greek theme like you know athenes like greek theme kind oh of like, um, um theme around it it's not rise um, of nations okay. that was another old one no um age of yeah, mythology maybe and then it was like maybe it was just like another one with one word anyway back then like rts were a big thing right they were just a bit and it seems like rts with starcraft remaster we just got um of course of course starcraft 2 started i mean kept it all alive but um i feel like uh video game developers are looking more into rts again and, and trying to 
you know, looking at the way, uh, also I'm going to make a parallel with the way that um, Path of Exile is doing great at keeping the, I want to say, the Diablo 2 spirit alive. Mm -hmm. um, they still feel like this genre has a potential future, and it's very exciting for me. I mean, yeah, Edge of Empires is one of my favorite games. And, um, and just like remembering how you upgrade your whole entire town um, uh, through ages, and you, you know, you just have those... Um, yeah, it uh, felt so satisfying. Like you've entered the Bronze Age. You've entered the. Uh, yeah, and then. I always used to use cheats like... and put Ferraris and stuff in there. Oh, I remember the Ferraris. <laughs> I remember the Ferraris. The Ferraris was a Ford, Ford Mustang or something, you know, some sort of yeah. thing. I remember that. Um, but it's the only thing is that, you know, I was playing solo. So maybe they will be my first dive into actually playing a multiplayer RTS. I never really played that. I only just played like. Uh, Age of Empires, even against three other teams, you know, you were able to do this one v one v one v one, and um, and and I'm very excited. Uh, I can't wait, and I hope uh, we get a we get a release date. I'm sure we're gonna get a release date at next E3. That's my guess. Um, yeah, nothing confirmed. Cool. Nothing confirmed yet. Um, but then I'll definitely try to give you some updates back when if you come back in October, time travel real quick in the future, and I'll tell you about the 4K remaster of Age of Empires. Cool. I like it. That's it. I'm excited. Gamescom was pretty cool. I only watched the Blizzard stuff. And by <laughs> same the here. Blizzard same stuff, here. Same here. <laughs> I only watched the video games live because I really like that's something I really want to do. I want to see a video games live. I want to see the whole orchestra. I want to see them play. It's so exciting. And I'm like, this, this is so majestic and magical and great and the conductor just losing his mind because he's feeling the music and then i had to keep working so <laughs> thanks work yeah <laughs> it's true thanks for that okay on the topic of video games that's the topic of the show yeah mm -hmm. yes uh <laughs> player unknown battlegrounds just Beat out Dota 2 and having the most concurrent players on Steam. Finally, Sandy can abandon Dota 2 and get on board a real game like a PUBG. Re <laughs> a real game. No more baby games for Sandy. No more baby games. <laughs> That's right, Sandy. You got to learn how to fight in a battlefield, okay? But <laughs> Dota 2 but... took that title back. <laughs> No. no. What do you mean? For like a brief moment, PUBG had the most concurrent players, and then I guess people got. Then all the and, I was gonna say, all the Dota people got salty, and Dota Two was like, "No, that's ours." So. And they went back online. That's funny. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. Well, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on this news, but then the, they had their first PUBG PUBG Invitational tournament uh, at Gamescom too, and I'll 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 tell you about it in, in in a moment. But yeah, PUBG keeps on breaking records, huh? Yep, PUBG record breaking. Maybe I should play it. Not and still early access. Lol. Lol 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 oh, lol, lol lol lol. Not a real game. It's always Not going released. to be early access. No, it won't. I, I don't know. That thing will get a release. They have. I mean, they have it might not get a release that... soon. I mean, it doesn't have to release, obviously, to be successful. That is the new way of video games. But uh, yeah, I hate I this way of video games. Yeah, uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> but I can't tell if it's for good reason or if I'm being a curmudgeon. 
I think um, PUBG, if I may have some info, um, not 100% verified, but they, you know, they are planning to release PUBG on con- on, on console on Xbox yeah. uh, this fall. And, uh, and I think what I heard is that they are planning to get PC um, as well ready, full release, like stable release uh, for the fall. And uh, they sneaked out also during this tournament, they also sneaked out a new map uh, screenshot. And this map is beautiful. It's like a desert. Um, looks like a Middle Eastern town with um, skyscrapers. So you can, you know, basically think about a situation where uh, the one-on-one would happen between two guys in one big building, but in different stories. So it would have had a lot of verticality. So they, I think they want to probably, my guess is that they want to release this game with at least two maps on rotation. And then uh, obviously fix a lot of bugs still and, and a lot of performance improvements. But I'm I'm assuming they're going to keep that in sync with uh, you know releasing obviously a console ready version of the game, and uh, and a PC version alongside with it. Yeah, that's my guess. Maybe um, I like the prediction. That's good. Yeah, making a. Do you remember? I think maybe we talked about this two two or three weeks ago. Do you remember the the, the revenue that they were making? Uh, did did you get any of? Those I know they had Andy? crossed. Eight million copies sold, and I know I don't think they've sold any copies for under thirty dollars. So no, yeah, they haven't done the sale here. Thirty times eight is two hundred and forty. So that is two hundred and forty mi. Oh God, I feel sick. I'm gonna burp. I guess it's I'm pretty vomit. impressive considering like Dota 2 is a free to play game and people are paying to play PUBG and it's got the same amount of concurrent players. I mean, I think that says Dota. a lot. <laughs> like I, I have played not a lot of PUBG, but anytime I've played PUBG, I have never seen anything that's like matchmaking, connecting to match, ever, never. <laughs> yeah, it's it's faster to it's faster to. Um... It's faster to match make than actually launch the game, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 great. And so, if I may piggyback on your news, Sandy, if you, you give me the you give Do me it. the green light, okay? Yeah. I don't want to step over your news. You know, we respect each other. Piggyback away. No. Yeah, so I was I was watching the um, this PUBG tournament that happened at Gamescom. So it was like a three day tournament, and they were having a hundred people that they invited from um, obviously content like YouTube. Um, youtubers and uh, twitch streamers and some of them were part of a, a, a pro gaming scene uh around PUBG. some former csgo pro players uh, are currently obviously moving into PUBG and, and having a lot of fun doing it and are being you know highly competitive and the um there was also a, a former overwatch pro player that actually uh, did very well during the solo round so they went through um all the types of mode you can have in the game you know the third person the solo the duo and the squats for both uh third person view and first person view and um and they combined they they did a pretty much a round of elimination for each mode and declared winners for each and one of them the winners would get pants which i found hilarious um and uh and and i noticed i i, I was watching the the event live um and i noticed a guy in like the top five situation of a it was the four first person uh duo round and i noticed the guy uh, like and I was watching the, the Twitch chat at the same time. And I noticed the guy, like, you know how, like, the spectator mode pretty much um, swaps between players, uh, I want to say, um, I want to say, like, 
display because there's no spectator mode in in PUBG. So they were just swapping like between all those um, computer screens, and they were obviously, I guess, like having connection directly to their display and mirror, mirroring that. And they had That's one cool. guy. They were watching one guy, and you see his screen swapping between between the desktop where he had a, the Google Chrome open and having the Twitch broadcast of the tournament on his computer. So, and then he would like, you know, how you can alt tap between the game and, and back to the desktop. And you would see him like for half a second, switch back to Twitch, uh, to the Twitch broadcast of the event and switch back into the game. And uh, now I'm just back from my weekend and I, this happened on Friday and I'm surprised it didn't blow up more, but the Twitch got, the, the Twitch that got insane and were like, all right, screen next cheating cheating screen snipe screen snipe this guy eventually got killed didn't win um but i did a little bit of research on this guy and he he's a pro player and you could clearly see it was like you see his webcam on the bottom left you could clearly see who it is and you see his screen swapping between the twitch broadcast and 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 the in-game action and i was just kind of like i was like man i mean Especially now, you know, there's like five people on the map alive. They're going to swap. They're going to spectate you at some point. Like, don't do that ballsy move. You know, this is like one of the first tournament that the game is trying to promote and putting a lot of money into it. You get invited. The game is also rumored, has a lot of um, complaints from streamers about the scream sniping. We talked about it two or three weeks ago in this particular show. And uh, and now you kind of like you you stream sniping someone else. I mean, there's like I was just like I was kind of done with those kind of guys. I was like, what are you what are you expecting? This is an invitational. Granted, there's a lot of money on the line, but don't do that, man. Just play fair. It just got me so upset. I was like, I tweeted at him, kind of mean, and I I kind of regret it now. Um, but I'm surprised he didn't blow it more. There was an article on the Reddit, and um, it was kind of a thing of a night, and nobody really followed up on it. It was kind of sad. That's pretty ballsy. And I know. I don't know. I think that it's kind of one of those things about why I think LAN should be an option for competitive games. Because then, right. like, you, you're you not connected to the internet. You're just connected to each of your devices. So there's no way of you actually cheating like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I guess the guys who, who made PUBG have to put in some kind of spectator competitive mode uh thing in there to prevent people from being able to like switch back and forth to do something like that yeah and then and you know just the setup of the thing you know having a hundred people um playing at the same time in one room was kind of unique for me to see and um especially in a competitive scene and um yeah it was just like amused i enjoyed i enjoyed this kind of new setup you know usually it's a 5v5 the, those guys are like on on the opposite side of each other on a big stage uh, but this time it, it seemed to be just like a packed room of computers and um and they had judges they had people watching around and everything but you cannot watch every screen at the same time and uh and yeah this guy was doing this weird practice so i don't want to call anybody's name i don't want to call i don't know if there was any official stand but i clearly saw what was happening and everybody saw it and uh, man, I mean, you know, that's just it's just not cool. I mean, you know, it, this guy probably also ruined his career. He's he's backed up by a team. He's part of a team and he's doing that. I mean, I know like PUBG is a lot about, you know, there's a lot of pressure at the end of the game. You might do stupid stuff um, and it's hard. It's hard to co- stay composed and everything. But man, come on. Like, that's not that's 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 just not how I see it, you know, in real sports, you would get banned way, you know, 
you would get banned for cheating for two to you know two years, one year, or like even your whole career would be ended. Yeah. Um, so it's just, uh, but because besides that, you know, uh, it was kind of like for them a, a play test, and, and and the tournament suffered a lot of other issues. Uh, I saw a couple of uh, pro players um, asking for a mix amp to be to be given as an equipment to people because they were only apparently there was a technical issue that would only allow the um the 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 players to have the sound of the game through their you know iphone earphones or whatever the ones that connect to the jack yeah that's not uh, that's not optimal sound and you guys know players of PUBG, people that listen to us and play PUBG, the sound is critical in the game it's important to have a good um sound sound mix uh when you play this game and um and so this guy was just mentioning that on twitter that in in future events and not just pubg event but in future event they should just provide a mix amp that they connect that they can connect their headphones to any kind of headphones because it was only their their computer setup at the driver for only a certain kind of headphones and so you know people want to play with their own headphones over there just like they want to play with their keyboard as well there's another issue and and that's probably going to be perfected but there was a lot of plays that were missed uh, like i just said there was no you know official support for spectator mode and so the spectator the the um, i want to say the overviewers the one that were pretty much selecting the screens you know just kind of like a producer select the camera you want you know you want the you want to broadcast during a football game or whatever he was just choosing the the field of view um the point of view of certain players and he would miss the action of 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 you know at, across the map and it's it's hard yeah. to swap between you know choosing the right person to focus when there is a hundred people on the map um but i felt like he was missing a lot of action you know the only way you would see kills it would be just basically seeing the kill feed on the bottom left so definitely perfectible but uh it was quite a thing to see a competitive scene with a hundred people in the same room it was quite a hectic it was it was quite unique it was a new a new thing cheaters man they're the worst so i i, I I'm, I'm actually surprised it hasn't really blow up it hasn't it hasn't really stepped out like i said i was away this well, weekend it, so i was hoping it, to so come if back he was to, toggling uh, between streams though isn't there a delay no, there's a delay, but you know when you're like in the safe zone and the safe zone is very small and you have six people and it's a tournament, everybody's camping. You know, everybody's hiding in the bushes and you will stay in the bushes for 30 seconds. So even if the stream is delayed for 20 seconds, you can kind of guess where he was. And it and whenever he was swapping between the stream and back into the game, he was aiming at where these other people were officially because we had a field of view where we could that we could know we had a... A perspective of the area where you could see where all the players were located as well and um and he was indeed he was looking where the people were but he he was looking over hill a hill like if he didn't know he wouldn't have looked there um so it was definitely just like stream sniping and i'm, I'm surprised i was you know before uh, starting our show i was just researching see if there was anything that blew up about him and nothing seemed to be really, really be trending maybe they kept it quiet uh, they didn't want it to make any wave. Uh, the organizer just kind of like quiet, you know, put it into quiet mode and just let it go. And um, yeah, it just it just it only basically was uh, uh, trending as a Twitch clip, pretty much. And uh, and it never really became a thing. I'm not sure that the guy got um, sanctioned for that. But Probably anyway, because maybe it's a new game and like they still want people to jump in and play. Yeah, it's not really a huge thing. Everyone's like, okay, they're still feeling it out. It they're still yeah. How many people were watching his stream? 
Yeah. Uh, peak, you know, so when a game starts, a game is about like, and in the pro scene, the games are really long because people get, you know, a slow time. Everybody's looting. Everybody is, you know, everybody's getting to the save zone really late. It's like a different yeah. type of game. You know what I mean? It's a less of a brawl. It's very, very tactical. And um, it takes about 30 or 40 minutes to wrap up. So at the at the peak of, of, of the games that I was watching, you would get to around, you know, more than 200,000 viewers. It would be kind of huge. It would be kind of huge, like a hundred. I, I remember seeing the number. I was hovering over it, and it was like a hundred eighty-five thousand people watching concurrently. Quite huge. Yeah. The equivalent of like a Dota, an equivalent of like a Dota, or like even a an Evo. You know. Oh, don't type say of that to event. Sandy. She'll never believe it. <laughs> She'll never believe it. Uh-uh. Nope, it can't, can't. It can't. No, It'll can't match that. Can't, can't match that. Lies. Um, guys, have you played a video game called Nidhogg Two? What? What? Nidhogg with those games that... Uh, so, <laughs> have you played Nidhogg 1? No! No, okay, well, <laughs> fine. We uh, only follow AAA games, but we're only, the, we're only newbies. Uh, so, yeah, Nidhogg is... Uh, you can actually go and kind of see... Uh, videos from the original Nidhogg on the internet. Uh, it is essentially a video game where I I believe if the second one is uh, generated anything like the first one, then it's a video game where essentially you have two people, um, one on either side of the video screen, who get weapons and then can kill each other in one hit. Um, and you're your sort of goal is to run all the way. If you're on the left-hand side, it's to run all the way to the right-hand side of the screen. If you're on the right-hand side, it's to run all the way to the left-hand side of the screen. And it, things go on multiple screens. It's not just like the one rectangle. You have multiple, multiple screens you got to get to. Well, the developer has released uh, Nidhogg 2 with a... Uh, Totally way more advanced art style, and I actually think uh, Nidhogg 1 was kind of like a, it almost looked like it was made in Microsoft Paint uh, or something. It was kind of laughably bad looking, but uh, but it kind of matched the frantic style of, you know, what the developer was going for. It worked. Well, Nidhogg 2 is beautiful. It's out. Uh, I think it's about 15 bucks, and I played a match of it uh, with a colleague, uh, her name is Cheyenne, and I I don't know if Cheyenne is great at Nidhogg or if she's terrible at Nidhogg, but her and I um, were, were neck and neck, just running back and forth, killing each other over and over again with swords and knives and bows and arrows, um, and of course, every single hit just like murders you. We were in one match locked for 20 minutes it seemed like where we just kept killing each other and it was one of the most fun experiences i've had in recent memory with a video game in a, in a totally different way than like PUBG is fun nidhog mm -hmm. is so so fun and if you have the chance to uh play nidhog again 15 bucks you can get it from like humble i think it's on steam as well uh and I, hey, I can I play with you? I want to play this game. Yeah, you I can just, totally I'm play. Um, it's super good. Uh, and yeah, I think it's online multiplayer as well as co-op. So it it almost makes for like a good party game even. Just to, all right, we're going to oh, yeah. <laughs> get people going. Um, 
I I just really 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 like it. Uh, so can you do it online? So it's not it's not co-op, right? It's not couch co-op. It's it's not couch co-op. It's like couch uh, opposition. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, but it's, it's a perpetual sudden death. It's but you can play online. As you can play online against yes. each other. No. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um, but it's very very good. Yeah, I I, I remember I can't rem- I remember watching some of the um, French YouTubers that would review games and and play party games like this. Uh, they would mix between AAA and 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 triple and party games like that, and there was mm-hmm. a very similar concept, but it was a different design. So I'm sure it wasn't Nidog, but um, I, it's, it's it's just so fun to watch. You just can tell the hectic, the frenzy between the two players trying to trying to you know like fake the 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 sword throw. You can you can choose to throw your sword right yeah. away or just just keep it <laughs> in your hand and then jumping on top of each other and high kick. Oh my god, this looks so fun. Yeah, I guess um, Nidhogg is the concept. name of like a giant worm creature that exists, and like at the end of the stage, you're consumed by it, or you like yeah. ride it away to victory. I can't really tell, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, by the end of the match, just like the screen is dripping with your blood and the blood of your enemy, uh, and it is, it's just super, super fun. Like Sandy, I don't know if you would love this game. I think. I suspect that you would. I feel like it's a pretty lovable game. I think she will. Um, but it's just a riot to watch. And if you can at all, when you go to work, whenever, I don't even think it's on any consoles, but go to work, see if there's like a any sort of way to get this multiple people. You can install it on Mac. It totally works on Mac. I guess you'd have to have two PlayStation controllers like Bluetoothed in or something um, and get people playing Nidhogg 2. It, it'll be the most fun everybody will be around your desk going what is this the um yeah i mean sandy and i enjoyed playing hide and seek on on overwatch one-on-one so i feel like she's into the one v one competition kind of thing you know oh it's super fun it's when it's it's when it's 6v6 that she's not really uh you know she just plays solo anyway but um even you play solo anyways i gotta be we go ham alone you you go ham alone that's 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 the thing Mm-hmm. I still you go ham, uh, but now can, I play as a tank and go ham. Oh shit! Oh okay. shit! She switched. She switched. She's flex, like we say in yeah. the pro scene. She's flex. Cool. All right. What's <laughs> awesome. Well, you made you made me play. You made me want to play that, and I think that's what this show is all about. Make us play. Makes makes us want to play more games. Yeah. Nidhog worth the fifteen dollars. If I could buy a four pack of it on Steam, I would and give it to all of you. But uh, I can't. <laughs> You're too kind. Yeah, keep your money to buy to buy toys. You buy to buy toys to buy games to your brother. You know. Yeah, they to- yeah toys are for Sandy. She needs. That's, that's like, for me. I can't get Nidhog a Funko Pop. It's for fourteen dollars. As possibly make me so mad. Yannick, tell me about Gamescom Overwatch news. No, you want it. So <laughs> there was a lot. It was a lot, you guys. It was. It's been. It's been a while that we haven't gotten that much. And I got to tell you, if that's all the news that we get for Gamescom, which is a non-Blizzard conference, even though they had their own official official Gamescom stream, um, yeah, official Blizzard channel during BlizzCon during Gamescom, I cannot wait to see what they have cooking for BlizzCon because. Um, so first thing they did first day of the um, of the event on Thursday. They released Junker Town. I mean, released. They had demoed uh, Junker Town, and they had a bunch of streamers over there. They flew them over uh, to do live streams from Gamescom, 
um, which was quite a, quite a cool thing, you know. Um, and and being able to play Junker Town and broadcast it on Twitch, and as well, I let people that were physically at the conference being able to play Junker Town. Junker Town is you will um, know, you will you know, you probably figured it out is the map of Junkrat. Um, and, and Roadhog. And it's an and and Roadhog. And so it's it's funny if you find a trailer online. Just type uh, Junker Town trailer. Uh, the animated movie for the the map trailer is so fun. It tells you a lot more about the relationship, the friendly relationship between Junkrat and Roadhog. Friendly. Where, huh. where Junkrat is just Junkrat is just a, a goofball and uh, doesn't know what he's doing. And their goal is to pretty much um, go and, uh, and 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 get into a fortress and steal the money and blow up the, the blow up the fortress. Right. And so the plan is breaking. Yeah. <laughs> go, go for it. You got a perfect no, invitation. No, no, right no. I don't know. I don't know the script well enough. <laughs> I forgot. But it was I something did, like that. I did that, like so. how uh, how much personality Junkrat got in this. It weirdly, yeah. I've never like enjoyed the character Junkrat if that makes any sense and not for any fault other than like his one-liners or whatever they don't do anything super special for me um so to see him kind of get his you know quote time in the spotlight um and be you know given a little bit more personality fleshed out um is pretty exciting to me yeah, and even even Rodog is a character on his own. He didn't really need any introduction. He didn't really need any animated short. You know, like they uh, they released uh, actually uh, during the games Gamescom presentations, they released an animated short movie to tell us more about May and her backstory, which was uh, very fun. Snowball, very emotional. <laughs> but but Roadhog didn't really need any introduction. It's the first time we kind of see Roadhog in a situation where, you know, we see him in action with 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 other heroes. And uh, so Junker Town is an escort map. The community has been asking for an escort map for a long time. We've been getting controls. We've been getting deathmatch or you know new three v three arena maps lately. And uh, Junker Town is uh, is one of the is 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 added as a one of the many uh, escort maps uh, alongside with Dorado and um, and I think route 66 and uh, and it's it's so you pretty much have to be on at attack you have to be escorting your escorting your payload which in this case here is just a is just a train cart full of money uh, that you have to extract from the fortress where supposedly Junkrat is stealing it from there and you have to bring it back home um, and uh, and it's a yeah it's it's it looks like a very very fun a uh, very fun map. It has a lot of variety. It has some outdoor, some indoor. Um, it has a wide wide open area outside, which I've, I've never seen before. Uh, I think they want to give more options for the sniping uh, characters out there, all the Hanzo main, and um, and it looks like a really fun map. It definitely is a change. Um, it definitely is a change. It pretty much takes place in a, in a in a factory where they were making you know the Omnic robots, and um, it has a very a very much of a Mad Max uh, a Mad Max like dynamic to it, a Mad Max theme to it, which is really cool. I love Mad Max, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to play this game. 
the, cool. the, the, the game on this map. Uh, another, because this is a news, bla news blast, the season is about to end. Uh, if you listen to this show on uh, release, uh, and it's Wednesday, and it's beautiful out, and you're sipping your coffee while listening to us, um, the season is over. Season 5, competitive season 5 is over. Uh, the season 6 uh, is uh, starting next week. And um, I think it's September 2nd. And they have, they introduce a lot of changes. The biggest one being that a competitive season right now will only last two months. And it was previously three months. Uh, they had it last six months when they were play testing it. Better. The, yeah, Don't you and guys so think that's better? Two months yeah, is I just, think two months is good. It just gives you more. I mean, technically it would give you more points. They're going to leverage that down. Um, you know, the points you get at the end of, as a reward at the end of a season uh, to reward you for your placements, for your ranking. Um, but it, it and, and Jeff Kaplan explained it into a developer developer update video on YouTube, like he likes to release um, to communicate to the community. He, uh, they mentioned the fact that they were bothered about the fact that three months is too long. People just lose interest and they start throwing, like we call it, they start just not caring. And two months is a good amount of time for people to, for people to rank. And what they notice is that after two months, people tend to stay at the, at the, at the rank that they were working on. Um, the stats showed that there was a little bit of a, you know, staling, um, staling, um, Uh, situation where people were not really gaining much rank there were they were where they belong pretty much so yeah. they're trying it out they're trying stuff out you know it's also to kind of reduce the toxicity and have people uh you know stay interested into the game mode that they play and not just try to get the competitive point that they want uh, to get the gold weapons but yeah that's one that's one uh change alongside with that they're tweaking out the um They're tweaking out the way they will give you ranking points and, and stuff like that. Those things will pretty much see how they play out. Uh, they're also reducing the the rules around the control maps. So you know how like in quick play when you play control map, you have to, you have to win two rounds out of three. Yeah. Um, and in competitive, it was best of five. So you had to win three rounds out of five to win. And they're um, bringing everything back at the same level. Um, best of three. Uh, because they noticed, and I noticed too, that the whenever you jump into a control game in competitive, because there would be a lot of situations where you would be stuck at this 99% overtime, uh, overtime situation, and the game's pretty, you know, being pretty balanced, you would end up with a game that lasts 30 minutes, and that would be way higher than the other types of game mode that you play in competitive. So they're bringing that down. And they're bringing the, the the rules back to best of three. So I'm actually curious to see. I'm, I'm guessing if it's that's what competitive is going to get, we're also going to see that change in the esports scene and the esports rules. Um, I'm guessing that there's not going to be any more best of five. It's going to be best of three uh, to to win a round of control map. Um, so that's another change that I'm looking forward to see because I did notice that you know whenever I have I have to go to work and I have or at night I have to go to bed and I'm like oh a control map I'm gonna be late or I'm gonna be not sleeping a lot tonight. I'm waiting for him to talk about the most important change that's coming up, and it's like, come on, say it, say it, do oh it, God, you put do me on it. the spot. I don't know if you have it. You want to talk about the changes, the, the meta changes? The the only one that matters, the most important. Change. Okay. Mercy change. Sandy, tell us. The Thank mercy you. change. What? Yes, the mercy change. <laughs> the mercy change. Mercy is the gonna be fun. Change. 
Mercy is gonna be fun for the first time ever, you guys. Um, yeah, so that's my last piece of news. Diva is also getting a change. Diva is a smaller topic. Diva just is getting like a Soldier 76 like Elix rocket, pretty much. And uh, she's gonna be more of an offensive tank, which I'm looking forward to see as well. It's live on the PTR. If you guys want to check it out, download the PTR. Uh, Diva has got some, you know, fundamental change in her gameplay, but the biggest change is Mercy. So what uh, Overwatch, what the Overwatch team out there, the devs are upset about, is to see the situation where um, Mercy is coming into the situation when she has a res and her team is being attacked. Uh, she will, as a good player, you would be suggesting the team that you hide and uh wait for a couple of people to die and then come out of your box and res everybody and and give back the advantage to your team so jeff said that he didn't like this behavior he said that it was very much anticlimactic as to how they envisioned the game to be played who's and jeff we need to tell people who jeff is. jeff jeff kaplan, jeff kaplan the director the game director <laughs> the greatest game director um the holy god and oh he's got so he was just saying that yeah he doesn't like the way um you know you would be a, a a player playing mercy and you would have to hide and be rewarded for it you know they want you to be controlling they don't want you to make decisions you know they don't want you to hide in a corner and that also felt really unfair for the other team so now instead um her super ultimate ability is not going to be res anymore um her res ability is actually going to be, um, uh, I want to say, what is it, like, uh, when you press E, what is it, like an alternate, like a, a, an ability on cooldown, I want to say? Yeah, I and, would say uh, just one of her abilities, and be a normal yeah, ability. One yeah, of her, one of her active abilities, and um, she's going to be able to res someone. Uh, but not only... the entire goddamn team. No, yeah, Why she's going to be able to res oh, one person. It's so frustrating. Res one person at a time on a cooldown. I actually haven't played on a PTR. I don't know what that cooldown will be. But anyway, they're tweaking things. But it's going to be an ability on cooldown. You can res one person at a time. And um, the rest stays the same. Except, so I was saying, res is not her, her ultimate anymore. What is her new ultimate? Well, it's called Valkyrie. And what Valkyrie does is that it, first of all, lets her fly. She doesn't have to nice. fly to people to be able to fly. You can freely fly wherever you oh, want. Oh, Maddie, I love it. Oh, Maddie. Um, <laughs> Maddie, I love it. That fishing ship, so beautiful. Um, and it has, she has like her, her beams to heal and boost people, uh, reach further. Uh, if people are standing next to each other, the beam is going to change across people. Uh, so if two people are, are, are next to each other, you heal one, it's going to heal the other one. Um, her gun is currently broken, um, but it's also supposed to be boosting her gun damage. And it's right now overpowered, apparently, as far as I, for, for what I've seen so far. Probably going to be tweaked again. She pretty much becomes like a, a super, a super mercy. Like she's just a beefy mercy that is making the difference for her team and also what it does is that it refreshes the the rest cooldown so the strategy you could do is you know pop up the res pop up your pop up your um if you're in difficulty if your team is in difficulty um you would want to rest someone activate your ultimate and then you can instantly res a second person if you a second person if you want so yeah and then she's all gonna be just this flying flying angel around you know and and as as she should be but she's gonna you know she's gonna have to be uh she's obviously gonna become a target you know she's gonna have that animation she's gonna have that um i want to say this um the voice line that is going to tell us that the, the the ultimate is activated 
Um, so she's definitely going to become a target when you pop that ultimate. You're still going to have to be very careful as where to, to be placing yourself. But it's going to ask for another level of skill cap when you play Mercy. And it means after you have this amazing team fight that you don't hear heroes and never die. And the entire yeah. team that you just wiped out comes back. Rip. That's the best part. Now I want to see Weird. Ryan. I want to see Ryan becoming a Mercy main and enjoy it Overwatch again. You want to see me come back? I, man, I haven't. Honestly, I haven't even thought about it lately. I played it today and my immediate, I, I, I bounced so hard. I think we played five or six matches and uh you were yeah. just done with it just done with it yeah yeah I, th- I'm, I mean i don't know if i'm totally done with it i still think the game has a lot of charm and i do think that uh soldier 76 wearing a grilling apron is very funny <laughs> grill master 76 <laughs> yeah grill master 76 is a very daddy grill daddy, daddy 76, 76. <laughs> uh yeah that's very good and everything but yeah i don't know i I just think in terms of the the experiences I'm looking for lately have nothing to do or seemingly nothing to do with online multiplayer games Uh, in terms of competitive online multiplayer games. Like what I want out of Overwatch is a mode where I don't have to kind of just solely rely on how good I am because now I'm I'm level 70, I think, in Mm -hmm, Overwatch. mm -hmm. I just turned 71 today, actually. Um, that's the PC version. I'm like probably collective 120 across all versions of the game, but, Mm. uh, it is also one of the things where now, like anytime I matchmake, I'm with people who are level five, 600, like people who are just dumping hundreds of hours into this game. And I just don't, I, I can't really compete anymore i mean it's sometimes in meaningful ways but if i'm not on a team that's doing a a decent job at carrying me uh you know it doesn't go well so there's a game that you play very well though and a game that you know very well though and that's football Hmm. well i don't know anything about football i don't know anything about football no wait i do i just had it downloaded into me because it's the matrix madden's back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Madden's back and, and is this this is our last story of the day but I just wanted to say Madden is back which means a lot of things and for Pixels Weekly and for video game players everywhere Madden returning means the beginning of release season <laughs> and thanks to a ton of bad planning uh release season is gonna go all the way until like March 2018 this year <laughs> true yeah. um so Madden heralds this time where now games are going to start coming out, and that means it starts with Madden, which, by the way, this year's Madden GOAT edition has Tom Brady on the cover. I'm very happy about it. It's got the Patriots plastered all over the thing. and But uh, isn't there a Madden curse? Uh, That's BS. You can read IGN.com for more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, in one of the interesting stats in that Madden curse thing is the thing that... Uh, weirdly corresponds to having a bad um next season even more than madden is being named mvp of the league that year so ah which is very interesting um now uh a word on madden before we talk about all the other games um and we won't spend a long time talking about those but uh if you haven't played madden before this is a very good Madden to try. It's got a apparently three to four hour ish story mode uh, that's pretty contained. It involves you having fun, playing good, good football, um, and stars 
actual celebrities and stuff and is well written apparently i haven't tried it yet uh it's also got rpg like mechanics with madden ultimate team where you can essentially get loot boxes and re-roll characters and all this sort of crazy stuff build Uh, your own team i guess yeah yeah madden ultimate Mm -hmm. team it's got franchise mode this year so uh people who love playing season to season, drafting new people, and kind of uh, evolving the team over years. All that stuff is back, and it's all on Frostbite now, so it does look, uh, I would say, the best Madden has ever looked. It, it's still weirdly fakish at time, at plenty of times, mm. but uh, it looks very good. Um, and one of the things I did is I hadn't played a Madden pretty rigorously in maybe five plus years. So I went back and um, started running practice drills and all of the things you can do now in Madden is really, if you've never played a Madden before, like, Go do the practice drills because there is so many things you can do with every kind of player and every aspect of a game. Like a running back has, you know, spins and jukes and leaps and dives and they've got finesse versions of all those things. They've got ball protect. They've got, you know, a ton of they've got uh, a quick pace versus non quick pace. Uh, They've got stiff arming. They've got so many things, and that's just one position. The quarterback has all their own separate complexities, and um, and if you don't know these positions and stuff, they tell you what they are and why they're good, or you know what they're good at or what their job is. So if you don't know anything about football, uh, like I did several years ago, I I learned the basics of football actually by playing Madden, not watching football on TV. And so I know a lot of people do it the other way around. But this is an interesting way to do it. So Madden's really good. Check out Madden. Plus, even if you hate Tom Brady, you can just say your favorite team is a shitty team like the Giants. And <laughs> hey, now. You're from and... France. Like, why are you offended? <laughs> you want to know why? He I think... lives in New York. He I can think, be offended. I think, yeah. Yeah, but he's like, he's a New Yorker. from Jersey. And they're mostly Jets fans. Oh. Yeah, well, so I, I, so when I first arrived, Jets fans in, are the worst. When I first arrived in 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 the U.S., I arrived in New Jersey, and I was um, hosted. Uh, my landlady was also my colleague, and she was a Giants fan. And I joined in go. 2012 when they won the Super Bowl. So I got into football. I don't remember the who they won the Super Bowl against that year, but I bet it was bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure, and I think it was the, the, a team that starts with a P, but I'm not sure. And um. Yeah. And <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, and they had a uh, yeah, they had a great season. And it was there was this comeback, you know, like they were they barely qualified for the playoff. They had this like last game of the regular season against the Dallas Cowboys that made them go seven and seven and go wild card. And then they they won the wild card game and then went through the playoff rounds like this and 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 get to and get, then a football the fell Bowl. on an asshole's helmet. Exactly. I don't want to talk about it anyway. Uh, I, <laughs> Uh, but no, one thing I want to say. One thing I want to say is that, I, and and it gets me excited. Um, I, you can talk all you want about EA, but what EA Sports is doing great is that it it manages to find the the things that work in other games and bring them into into uh, the other sports games. Um, you know, the Madden Ultimate Team, the practice drills. I I also love the practice drills, but in FIFA, uh, they're they're developing them. They know that people have 
fun playing them. I love playing the practice drills. They have them in the loading stream, bef loading screen before you start a game. Um, they're especially super fun when I play against my my colleagues and and we get into a one v one or two v two game. And before that, we get put into a practice drill where we practice against each other on certain certain of those you know like you said so certain of those skill tests um yeah and it's and it's the same principle and it's it's one of the funny uh, the one of the best thing uh, it feels like a mini game it feels like a party game uh where it's supposed to be kind of like heavy simulation serious sports you know and uh and then that and then the, the story mode i'm excited to see what they do with that because they did great with the first um try at, they did at fifa last year they're coming up with a second season this year Uh, so yeah, eSports is doing great, great. Um, I want to say knowledge sharing at what works in the other sports game and bringing them into, into, into their other, into, into many other sports games like Madden or I'm sure like the um, NHL, NHL uh, new game will will have the same. I watch hockey. Hey, come on! Lots of people watch hockey. I don't want to hear any of this horse hockey. It's like when you say nobody, nobody watches Game of Thrones. It's not accurate. <laughs> yeah, nobody watches Dota, Sandy. Anyway, uh, now the ga now the games coming out uh, this year are a plenty. Uh, we've got this is got and this guys this is just in the next two months we're gonna get yes. Destiny two. We're gonna Give get to Mario me. Odyssey. We're gonna get a, a new Assassin's Creed. We're gonna get Forza. We're gonna be hit with what else is Gran Turismo finally coming out this year? I it never is. know. It uh, so that's finally coming out. I, it'll be FIFA. so interesting. Interesting to see Gran Turismo against Forza head to head. Uh, I uh, Mario Odyssey is coming out the same day as Wolfenstein. Uh, there are so many things on the horizon and so many things to play. Um, and if you're anything like me, then you already have a backlog of stuff that you haven't gotten to yet. And I haven't even mentioned, uh, you know, things like. Uh, Uh, what I mean, that new XCOM 2 expansion and Star Wars Battlefront 2, and we haven't talked about Call of Duty World War 2 and uh, as much, and we have a whole new console coming out. Um, at the same time as all of this, it's really, really hectic, uh, but we love it, and uh, I hope you'll stick with us through the holiday season. Uh, I feel like um, we say that a lot through the year, but it's a good time to be a video game player. It's a good time. Video games, they've come a long way since Pac-Man. <laughs> um, all right, guys, you can get every single episode of Pixels Weekly for free over at PixelsWeekly.com. I'm going to start inserting important stuff after this, uh, just so you, you listen. <laughs> like you'll miss these good good jokes now you'll miss this laugh you're sharing with us if you if you just shut it off those idiots what else you can follow us on twitter and instagram you can just search you'll figure it out and uh i think that does it for us this oh, yeah. week remember to write into the show and tell us if if you know how i can be playing blood omen in an easy way get all the movie sequences even if i could play it on mac or something that'd be wonderful um, or just write in and say hi tell us why you hate the show or love the show and we're happy to mm -hmm. read it and respond maybe uncomfortably but we'll do it anyway i want to uh, know what game you're gonna play this fall yeah this ooh, oh season. i like the prompt yeah what game hey what game are you gonna hey. be checking out this fall hey. gamers just let us hey. know in the, down in the comments smash that like button <laughs> all right i think that does it for us this we're just week. we're really idiots go watch who gets killed in game of who thrones gets killed. 
Uh, the season finale before the actual season that is not season over. Finale. And then, and then we don't have to worry about maybe we can go back to streaming uh, <laughs> as we don't have to worry about competing with the ratings uh, like we were anyway. Um, all right. Until next time. Adios. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week on Pickle Rick. I get it. I understand the reference. <laughs>